0: What are you talking about? Real spiel. Yes, real. Yes, yes, real indeed. Much love, respect, and appreciation to all of those that are tuning in to the podcast. It is Tuesday, February 11th, around 5 o'clock p.m. I'm sitting here with my boy Jake Stevens. And we had a controversial decision at UFC 247 on Saturday night. And today is the anniversary of a controversial defeat of one Mike Tyson. Buster Douglas, greatest underdog story of all time.
1: 42 to 1.
0: Yeah, we had a chance this year to get a repeat of that, or late last year. Whenever Andy Ruiz fought Anthony Joshua, that was in December of 2019, right? The second time? They fought, I think it was December, when they fought over in the Dunes. In any case, we had a chance to see another great upset and have somebody solidify themselves as a true underdog you know, making themselves into the ranks of the top champs, but it didn't happen for him. Just like it didn't happen for Buster. Sometimes, you know, records exist for a reason, and sometimes, you know, people are who they are as athletes, but they can have great moments. And Buster's great moment was 30 years ago today.
1: Yeah, that uppercut was mean.
0: Mean uppercut. bro. I mean, I just saw the replay recently. You could just tell Tyson wasn't in the right mind either. Like, I mean, they they did the fight in Japan for one. Don King's feeding them coke in Japanese hookers the whole weekend. I mean, it's just a recipe for disaster. Customado had just died. If you know anything about Mike Tyson's story, that's a great redemption. I mean, I listen to his podcast all the time. Buster Douglas is actually supposed to be on it. I saw him talking on ESPN today. I mean, it's sad sometimes when you hear those older fighters. They sound punch drunk as hell.
1: Yeah, man, this happens when you just take get hit in the face your whole career. Yeah. that's what your job is, just get hit in the head. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and even as an amateur, shit, when you're not getting paid, you just getting bashed. And those are sometimes when you're taking the worst damage. I was um, having a conversation with somebody who said that they're a combat sports fan, and they didn't even understand how much brain damage boxers take more so than MMA fighters. Just the size of the gloves, the fact that it's all damage to the head or body. If you're boxing, like at least in MMA, you can get submitted. You go to sleep. There ain't too much damage being done to your brain.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why, I, I mean... Yeah, they just see it. They all are like, I don't even know. They're all a little wonky later in life.
0: Yeah, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. is pretty decent. I love uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. He always has something to add, and he seems like he's still mentally sharp. But, yeah, majority of them are punch drunk as hell. I think Mike Tyson is actually one of the most well-spoken fighters of all of them, which is interesting. I mean, that dude makes a living with his mouth.
1: Yeah, but he didn't really take a beating. No, nah, it's true. The best he gave, gave the beating.
0: Yeah, yeah, most times he definitely most times gave the beating, but uh, I just, just had combat sports on the mind with all this fighting coming up this month. We got Tyson Fury too.
1: Well, I also think you were alluding to John Jones's fight.
0: Yeah, we had UFC 247. We got UFC 248 coming up. Uh, Next month with Israel Adesanya Facing Yoel Romero But yeah the controversial decision I mean that's what's on everybody's mind At at least it was I don't think it was was that
1: controversial I don't think so either I mean I think the only thing that makes it controversial Is that Dana White said The other dude should win
0: Okay see I didn't even see that The idea that You have someone who is the president of an organization Owner, operator So to speak I mean he doesn't own the majority of the shares But anyway He is the figurehead of the UFC and for him to say – imagine if Roger Goodell said, you know, I think the Saints should have actually won the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I mean, they have – the league's come out before and been like, oh, we, we fudged that call, and it's like the game-changing call. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't agree with Dana White. I didn't watch the whole fight. But I know enough to know that John Jones controlled the fight pretty much and had more takedowns. Uh, not to say that homie didn't fight him well. Or put up a good fight, he could have won. Like, I think if they would have called him the winner, like, okay, everyone be like, this is controversial, but he won the fight. But they said John Jones won the fight. He, I think he won the fight.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a professional judge. They don't get paid that well, so I don't want to be one.
1: But the yeah. scoring is also weird, too.
0: It's very weird. They take a 10-point must-scoring system from boxing and try to apply it to MMA. So how does a kick equal the same as a punch to the body? You know, how are you scoring kicks to the leg? And then, like,
1: ring control is obviously a thing, like, that they award points for. I don't know.
0: They always tell fighters to come forward. And I've applied the logic to fighting that I do to basketball. Two points at the end of the fourth quarter to win the game mean more than two points in the first quarter to establish a foundation. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they're both two points. But there's a reason Kobe Bryant is remembered as one of the greatest players of all time. Part of that is his late-game heroics. So if you're a late-game fighter, so to speak, fourth-and-fifth-round fighter more than an early starter, I mean, that's been a huge knock against Conor McGregor. That's why he's not considered one of the you know, upper-echelon fighters. Obviously, in terms of his pay scale, he is because everybody knows him. But when you make it to Mount Rushmore, Conor's not going to be on it. I mean, yeah.
1: John won those those, those championship rounds. so
0: Yeah. But I mean, but that's not a real thing. So if you're really gonna critique judging,
1: but I don't think I don't think it was the three point difference. I think the scoring might be a little off. I think it would have instead of whatever what what was it like 49-46?
0: It was forty eight forty seven for John is what it officially was. But one ref had it uh, four rounds to one for John.
1: Yeah, see, forty nine forty six doesn't make sense to me, but
0: doesn't make any sense. It definitely doesn't. Uh, the only controversial round was round three. If but, you watch the fight, I think round three or maybe round two was pretty controversial. I mean, it just depends how you're judging the fight. Like you say, ring control is a thing, but it shouldn't come into play unless the strikes are equal. The strikes weren't equal until, like, the fourth and fifth round. Dom came out heavy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I the other fights were a little, were like kind of like that, too. I mean, Derrick Lewis fight. I don't know. I was, I was asleep most of it. I was in <laughs> and out. I was over at my buddy's house. Appreciate the honesty. I was we were over my. I was over my buddy's house. We was chiefing. and... Uh, I was just, I kept like nodding off and I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, damn. And I nod off again and wake up and be like, oh, it's the next fight.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, so you're not a reliable source. <laughs> when it comes to the Derek Lewis fight, you're 100% right. That decision, too, was a little bit weird because
1: most of that fight was on the ground.
0: Yeah, a lot of it was on the ground because it was. Alir Latifi is a dude who fought at light heavyweight and people thought he should have gone down to 185. This motherfucker decides to go up and put on weight. So I thought for sure Derek was gonna starch him the first round. It goes the distance, and I think because Derek was the one advancing the action and doing the most damage, I mean I judge fights like Rogan talks about. Who would win in the schoolyard? If this fight was to the death, who does it look like is gonna win? I think Derek was fucking him up. When Alir was on the ground, he's just laying there, you know?
1: And then uh, I know in the 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 second to last fight, the girl the women's fight.
0: Valentina Shevchenko, most dangerous woman. Yo, she was
1: throwing nasty ass head kicks and shit.
0: I gotta see her fight Amanda Nunez again.
1: She landed a few of them bitches. I was like, God damn, fucking.
0: She's nasty. Her her last fight before this one ended in a head kick knockout, and I think she wanted to land another one just for the highlight reel. But she ended up finishing the chick on the ground. Look, Valentina Shevchenko could fuck up most dudes. She's a beast, and then she'll outdance you. And then she'll talk to you in Spanish and she'll talk to you in Kyrgyzstan and she'll talk to you in English broken, but you'll understand her.
1: Yeah.
0: No, this is a really good card overall to me. I was surprised just because I thought 247 was going to be a letdown other than the main event, but it ended up being quite a substantial, you know, quite a substantial card. Everybody's talking about it because of the controversy. And all that does is add fuel to John Jones fire. He needs people like, uh, uh Dominic Reyes. Because it got, it was getting to a point where people didn't even want to see a John Jones fight because it's just going to be dominance the whole time, you know. And now we see he's
1: human. Well, I also think too, what John Jones has done for himself makes people expect certain things, and when he doesn't happen, they're like, oh, like this fight's a lot closer. It's like, what? Because he didn't throw any like spinning back fucking elbows or flying knees or any of that shit. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he no longer has that
0: illusion of ignorance. He's not a 22-year-old kid that's going to start flying He also doesn't
1: need to. I mean, not that he needed to do it then. It's like flashy. But now it's just like, I'm going to go take care of my business.
0: Nah, nah. He's he's jaded by circumstances and kind of understands what he has to lose now. The dude is in a position where he can beat you on the feet, and he's not even a kickboxer. I mean, shit. (laughs) That dude, Tiago Santos, definitely deserves a uh, rematch, too. I mean, his last three fights have been pretty close. Uh, call it what it is. Um, but UFC two forty eight coming up, uh, Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. I'm excited about that because Israel Adesanya is being bookmarked or he's being pushed as the next great thing in UFC. And I see it, but it's just interesting how he keeps saying he's the young gun and John Jones is the old dog that he wants to take out of eventually. I'm like, bro, y'all are like the same age. Y'all are both. John Jones thirty two. You're thirty one. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> You're way lighter in the ass, so if it really comes down to a fight to the death, again, you could probably outpoint him in terms of a scoring system, but if he get them hands on you, that was one thing about the fight, too, that surprised me. Dominic Reyes is getting up like nothing. That dude's a beast. That dude's a way better fighter than I thought.
1: I mean, there's a reason he's fighting him.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that's enough on UFC. I mean, that's 248 approaches. I'll give some picks for those fights. And uh, discuss some of the controversy surrounding April's matchup between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson because everybody's just writing Ferguson off. I don't understand it. I don't Either it. do I.
1: Tony Ferguson is a dog.
0: I don't get it. I, I'm more excited to see that fight than anything happening this year in UFC. I need that to happen.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. We're getting close to this Tyson Fury, Wilder fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. I alluded to it earlier. That's
1: I just the- want it to be just as good as the first fight.
0: There's no way it can be, but I hope so. You know,
1: like that first fight was pretty damn good. I just want to watch a good fight.
0: I just want to see a great fight. I don't, and there's a difference there. There's a difference in philosophy of a great fight versus a great outcome. Just because a fight ends in a 30 second knockout doesn't make it a great fight. And if anything, it makes the opposite of a great fight. It's a great finish.
1: Yeah, no, they're like we said before that fucking Connor fight. First round knockouts are fun to watch, but they suck at the same time because I want to watch a whole fight. Yes. I don't want to watch one one half round. I want to watch a whole goddamn fight. And in boxing, let me see the twelve motherfucking rounds.
0: Absolutely, all twelve. And I just, you know, I've never fought a twelve round fight, but I know from experience that fighting for two minutes over the course of multiple rounds, to me, I think it's harder than fighting in like five minute bursts that the UFC does. You know what I mean? I mean, I get the fact that fighting for five minutes is longer. But I feel like you have more time to sort of pace. I don't know. I feel like they pace more in the UFC than they do in boxing. Sometimes in the UFC, motherfuckers will just come out and finish in the first round. But that's why there are so many first-round finishes. You know, because they're emptying the gas tank in the first round versus lasting out. I don't know. That's just a quick thing about cardio.
1: I think they're different. I mean, I think Conor McGregor... You know, like you said, I mean, he showed enough that they're different. He did exactly what everyone thought he would do is like make it four rounds of like a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And like if he had any chance to beat Mayweather, it's going to be in the first four rounds. But after that, he just was dead.
0: You can say the same thing about his MMA career, though. He's the worst example. If you put somebody like. Well, I'm Nate just saying Diaz, he's the
1: only one that's that went
0: has transitioned. Yeah, there's been a lot of boxers that have come to uh, uh, that have come to MMA, though. Speaking of, Clarissa Shields, are you familiar with her? Mm -hmm. She's like the three-weight champion in female boxing. She's, you know, touted as the greatest woman of all time in boxing, Olympic gold medalist. She's a beast. She's only like 23 years old, 24. She just started training MMA. She's like dating this dude who's a state championship wrestler. She's starting to throw kicks. She's starting to call out Amanda Nunes and other females in the sport. Layla Ali says she ain't shit. You know what? I want to see her fight in MMA. Because I know for a fact, if she gives them hands to somebody, including Amanda Nunez, it's over. Ugh. I made a video about this. We just see a uh, scroll across ESPN. Taysom Hill calls himself a franchise quarterback. Let's talk about it.
1: Well, I like Taysom Hill. But, bro, you got to know what you are, man. You're You're almost 30. We haven't seen you play quarterback for more than a few plays at a time. I understand you want some more money. Take a million and a half, and and be happy about what you're doing.
0: I don't know Taysom Hill, so I don't know if I like him or not. I know for a fact he's a little too big for his britches right now.
1: No, I don't mean as a person I like him. Oh, yeah. as a football player, he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. But you're an H back. Yes. Who ha- who happens to be able to play quarterback? Not <laughs> the other way around.
0: Yeah, you're you're an H back who can throw a little bit. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, his his throwing stats at BYU are terrible. It's like saying Julian Edelman can play quarterback in the NFL. It's kind of the same thing. It's just because a dude has the ability to look like an athlete with the ball in his hands doesn't mean you should necessarily make him the signal caller.
1: Now, let's say we he let's say a view does some teams do view him as a starting quarterback. Who's he gonna go play for? Who's he gonna go start for? No one.
0: They would have to build an entire offensive scheme around his style of play. He could play in Tennessee, like say say they decide we're going to go all in. Tennessee's going to side. start
1: him over Tannehill. I don't think so.
0: Tannehill was pretty bad throwing the ball, bro. I mean, he had big moments, but I mean. not
1: This last year, Tannehill, granted, I don't think he keeps up. I think it's one of those fluke years where a exactly. quarterback has and they get paid.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
1: Where they, I think Tannehill had one of those years where they have a great year and they get paid. Obviously, I don't think he keeps up that level of work. But Tannehill had a fantastic year from the from the game he started until the end he was a top 3 quarterback in the NFL.
0: No, he definitely but if you pay attention to the moments and I'm not going to get too deep into the box score but I'm just saying in terms of when the games got close especially in the playoffs and they had to rely on Tannehill Hill to make throws, he wasn't their guy.
1: Oh, I mean, well they didn't want him to throw in the last in the playoffs, but in the regular season, I mean, I rode that man in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on FanDuel, I I couple weeks in a row, it was like, oh, Tannehill, they're disrespecting him on price. Like, he's putting up 20-something fantasy points a game. All right. Yeah, the play-action
0: pass game for them was deadly. And I'm not saying Tannehill. And A.J. Brown,
1: his connection with A.J. Brown was, was dirty. And then uh, Delaney Walker, granted he's a little older, but like a vet tight end didn't even play. Yeah. Because he was hurt the last handful of weeks. They had John Smith, which uh, I mean, I don't know much about him. but Hey,
0: he had that great one-handed catch against the Ravens. Listen, I'm not saying Taysom Hill's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I'm just saying if a team wanted to go all in on a guy and build around this running style offense or whatever, that would be a dude that you could do it with.
1: Yeah, but there's other quarterbacks that you would pick up, I think, before him.
0: I think so, too. And I think his best spot is probably as a backup to Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. He adds another wrinkle to their offense. Yeah,
1: even then, though, we have a guy that we we drafted last year who's kind of like him uh who's that? like just an athlete overall and he in uh training camp he was returning punts and doing shit like trace mcsorley exactly so the that's dude like, from penn state yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. i mean even then he's our number three behind rg3 because and there's,
0: there's just too many guys that can do that people act i mean
1: like- Mariota does it and honestly i'd almost take uh, actually, I don't know if i would take Mariota
0: over Taysom Hill. I'd definitely take Mariota over Taysom Hill.
1: Just because we have a an actual, like, st- stat pool for him rather than these couple plays here and there for Taysom Hill. If yeah, I saw yeah. Taysom Hill play whole game with quarterback, maybe then I could be like, all right, I can see it.
0: I saw Mariota blow the Super Bowl champs out 52-11 to 11 last year. So I've seen him do stuff at quarterback that made me think he's a valuable asset in that position. If you use them correctly Now I don't want to bet Go all in on them Like the Tennessee Titans Decided not to go all in on them Because they had enough Obviously
1: But here that's the Evidence other, That's the other thing too I mean like Like I said You look at these teams Who are gonna be Shuffling quarterbacks Or not There's too many names That the teams are gonna sign Like Phillip Rivers Is going somewhere They mutually agreed To part ways Pretty much Yesterday I don't know how mutual That can be I was gonna say there's not that mutual I don't know how mutual that can be, but they're calling it, Dad. I don't think he had a bad word to say about it, but like, he's gonna go somewhere. If I'm Indy, I go after him. Man, it's just, like you, you said, got Tom Brady, who I think is probably gonna end up in L.A. I think Chargers are are going. You really think Philip
0: Rivers has anything left, even for a one-year run? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I last mean, year he's,
1: he's never missed a game. Granted, he had a terrible year this past terrible. year, terrible year. But you give him an O-line that can actually block. Mm not what the Chargers had this year because they were injury-riddled. Yeah. And you give my O-line that can block, and maybe some guys who catch the ball short since Philip Rivers' arm strength never has been that thing.
0: That's what I'm saying. Let's just put everything in perspective. If I'm an executive of a team, like that young dude from Harvard who just got hired for the Cleveland Browns, I'm going to put all my cards on the table. Phillip Rivers ain't that dude. And I don't think a lot of these guys – Tom Brady isn't the answer either. I don't even think I he think, can come in.
1: I, I think with the talent – that the chargers have tom brady comes in and they have a two-year window max two-year window to 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 win now like to win now and same in indy i i think not anything against bursette because i think bursette has shown that he can be a starting quarterback but at the same time is he inconsistent a franchise guy i don't know philip rivers you put him on a team like indy where you have the best o-line in football Arguably. And they're young. I mean, you see, you look at what – once that line got established two years ago. They had a great run game. Their running Marlon game Matt. was phenomenal. Ooh. Then this last year, they had some injuries. They wide out. T.Y. was out most of the year. But, like, you put Philip Rivers behind that line, you give him T.Y. Hilton and a big body receiver yeah, and a heavy run game,
0: that's all you need him to do. But, bro, he's had that his whole career, and what has he done? I,
1: that's not necessarily true.
0: What do you mean? I remember at one point he had one of the best rosters in football. The San Diego Chargers have always been stacked with talent. He's never been able to get him over the hump. And you could say the division's tough, whatever, but the AFC West was weak for a long time.
1: I'm so just saying, I'm, if I'm Indy, I would do it.
0: I feel you. I feel you. Like, what's what's the dude? Grigson, I think he's smarter than that. I think he's going to look to the draft and try and find a dude, cheap but, quarterback, but, and but, then build the rest of the roster. But that's the other
1: thing. Like, I don't think Philip Rivers is going to command a bunch of money and you can bring him in and still draft a quarterback. I would want a guy to learn under Rivers for a year or two. There's not anyone in this draft other than Joe Burrows who I would sit here and say, you're my starter day one.
0: That's what you think, bro. We didn't know Tom Brady until he was Tom Brady. And you, was and, playing, but he didn't
1: start day one. And if you look at his numbers in his first Super Bowl, they're very similar to what Jimmy G just did in his Super Bowl.
0: I'm better off with uh, Jacoby Brissett because whether or not Phillip Rivers is going to command a lot, he's still going to command a quarterback salary. And a quarterback and salary Brissett's is going to take. Mil.
1: Briss- no, I think you can pay him 20. Brissett's going to want a lot heard. of money, dude.
0: Brissett's gonna want twenty five, yeah. Brissett's gonna want twenty five and he's gonna want a longer term deal. There's definitely But there's
1: also other guys too. I mean you got Teddy Bridgewater who's a free agent. Yeah. And New Orleans has to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do because is a free agent. Bridgewater's a free agent. Taysom Hill, I think he's a free agent.
0: Yeah, Taysom Hill said he's gonna be a free agent. He said if they don't view him as a franchise quarterback, gotta let him walk. So And that's the thing, like
1: Miami at five. If Tua's hip is healthy, do they drive Tua? I find Miami I don't, I, I'm not the biggest Tua guy. I think that hip is a problem. Big problem. I think he can play well, but if you had to choose between Bridgewater and Tua, the only reason I think anyone would take Tua is because you get him on a rookie salary, a rookie contract, rather than having to pay Bridgewater the money. That's the only thing.
0: Yeah, potential. You bring Tua in, and he actually capitalizes on what he could be, you got yourself a little Russell Wilson there. But not at a Russell Wilson price because he's still a first-round pick. That's the beauty of having Russell Wilson. I was talking about this with... Uh, I went out with one of my buddies who plays for... um, I'm not sure who Orson plays for now, but he was on the Browns last year. And uh, they had some NFLPA event. And I was talking with my buddy Austin, who is an alumni from Plant. And he was talking about trash quarterbacks in the league. Now, he's a receiver who's played in the league. He hasn't been in the league for two years, but he's played in the league. And he was talking about garbage quarterbacks. And we were like, damn, how come Murray still doesn't have a fair shake? After seeing his XFL performance with the Vipers, we might see why. But... According to him There are so many trash quarterbacks In the NFL Which we already know this But to hear it from an actual receiver That's like bro There are dudes on rosters right now Who I know for a fact There are high school quarterbacks That can be more consistently accurate than, And they're on rosters Earning contracts Earning salaries Talk about Matt Flynn One year wonder Big boy money Not, Kevin even, Cobb,
1: not even one year He had a game
0: A game Then Russell Wilson comes in And takes it right from him Kevin Cobb Half a year wonder with the Eagles. Big boy money. <laughs> like, quarterbacks are at such a premium. It's just wild that, like, there aren't more dudes from college that get a shake at it. So, I mean. It, even
1: as a first round, though, like, they've set that cap. Like, they used to be able to pay them whatever they want. You look at Jamarcus Russell's contract.
0: Crazy. He got $30 million guaranteed.
1: And then after that, they were like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. And CBA, they set, like, the limit. But, like, even so, you get them on a five year if they're first round, you have to the, f- the fifth year option as a team for l- little little money compared to what most players make. It's like it's that's ridiculous. the only like benefit to it.
0: The most they make as a first round pick, I think in the top ten is like twenty mil. I think it's capped at twenty mil, and they get a lot of that up front. I remember it was a huge issue with Joey when he was going to the Chargers. They didn't want to give him his thirteen million dollar signing bonus or something. But yeah, it's it's a huge drop off. Sam Bradford, Matt Stafford, those dudes were the last of that realm. And then Cam Newton came in and they decided, oh, black quarterbacks can't make it. Like, as soon as the black quarterback gets drafted first overall, they're like, no, 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 salary cap now. My boy Cam should have experienced that $50 million. But,
1: But yeah, so I don't know. I don't think Taysom Hill is a a quarterback. Well, not a quarterback, but not a franchise quarterback. No,
0: he's Tebow Tebow 2.0 without... He might be more religious because he went to B to BYU, but he doesn't have this huge fervor around him because he's not Christian religion. He's Mormon.
1: I mean, just because you go there, don't mean you have to be super religious.
0: I think you do. Remember when they kicked the dude off the basketball well, team? No, you because just have he... to
1: adhere to their rules. Doesn't mean you have to mm. be religious. I mean, like, like think about it. Like, BYU, I could have went to BYU. I'm a Jew.
0: I'm trying to. Fi- I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. How would somebody go there? Like, I mean, if I'm a top caliber, if they're athlete, gonna
1: give you, if they're gonna give you free ride, and they're like the. The, the highest ranked school compared to some other schools why not if you're from that area why not you know what I mean Love maybe that. maybe you are Mormon and then it's like even better and there yeah. you go but I'm going to I'm not Utah saying State. that I, I'm not saying I know what what religious beliefs that Taysom Hill has but it doesn't mean just because it's a Mormon university doesn't mean he have to be Mormon
0: no you're 100 percent right but I'm pretty sure he is I mean if you were a the quarterback there it's probably stipulation.
1: But, no, you are correct. They did. They do have very strict rules because they had one of the top rebounders in the nation. Jim yeah, Ferdet went there, too. and they were just going to the NCAA tournament, like the second round. And, yeah, he had sex with his girlfriend, yeah. and they kicked him off the team.
0: Yeah, and like, I don't understand how that even got out. Who snitched? Maybe his girlfriend was a religious prude, but somebody snitched. I just, I just don't figure out how you would put yourself in that position.
1: Well, if they live on campus, like, they're probably watched all the time. That's
0: wild. They probably do have like cameras in their rooms. Well, or some I do
1: not even mean that, but I just mean like everybody's probably on high alert. But you sit there and you think, oh, he's, a, he's an athlete. Like, oh, he'll get away with it. No, they don't play that shit at BYU. Now nah, you
0: see his tall ass walk in the room. You know what time it is. Damn, that's unfortunate for anyone that decides to go to BYU. I'll definitely recommend. I mean, like against that,
1: Ziggy Ansah went to, to BYU.
0: Well, they found him in Africa. You I'm know? just saying, That's he still do. went to BYU. That's but... how they get their best athletes, though. You realize a lot of the names on the back of those jerseys would be African dudes because they're missionaries. They'll go over to other places, find these great athletes dunking in bare feet and fucking milk crate. And they're like, oh, you can play football. Mm. That's what happened to Ziggy Ansah. He thought he was going to be LeBron James. Turns out, no, nah, your Terrell sucks, bro. Still a good living. Uh, I wanted to talk about Russell Wilson's hair and why everybody decided to hate on it.
1: I don't know that it's everyone's hate. Well, yeah, no, he's getting hate on it. But I don't know why. Depending, I saw a post the other day, and it's not wrong. Depending on how this man comes his hair, he's like a different nationality, depending yeah. on the way he combs his hair.
0: And the meme that I saw was so accurate. It was so accurate.
1: Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about the one I saw is they had him on with a hat backwards and was like black. black and, and then he had <laughs> no, the hat forward and it was Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. I'm like, bro. Like, but didn't it look right though? I'm like, he's wearing a fucking baseball hat. But like, looked there's right. not even hair in this picture. Like, come on. Because <laughs> with the beard. <laughs> well well the one also is like the one when he they said Puerto Rican is like he's clearly in a base like baseball in uniform. a baseball uniform and he looked like and he a Puerto and Rican the draft way man. that like the the, the lighting was his complexion was like was he looked Puerto Rican kind of like he could be Puerto Rican but Whoa. no it was spot on for most for like it all was. of them but it's just like I I I don't know let you know he can do do what he wants. I don't think it looked bad. like, but
0: It looked beautiful. I mean, he's just completing the cycle. Maybe he saw that meme before we did. Maybe he made it himself. And
1: if anything, this is probably the longest his hair has been since he's been a pro. So it's like no one's ever seen him and how he styles his hair like this. Oh, yeah. Because when he's on the football field, he's not going to style his hair.
0: Well, he had those curly locks. It looked like it was styled all this season. He was prepping for this. He was getting us ready.
1: He's growing it so that he could slick that shit back. Exactly. I mean, when your ready. wife is here, you know she's probably like, I'm I'm going to help you out. Yeah, I'm going to make you look good. Yeah,
0: she chose the stylist, took him to the salon, got it layered, feathered it. They knew they were going to a fashion show, and he knew he was going to make a splash. But I'm telling you. Yeah, wasn't it like an Oscars party? He was at a Tom Ford show. Oh, yeah. But even if he wanted to let the the curly locks flow, I mean, look at a picture of Russell Wilson in uniform from 2019. Motherfucker's hair looks like, you know, uh, um. I don't even know what's the what's what's somebody that's got like jerry Carroll juice on it looks like soul glow going through his hair it looks beautiful it's luxurious why would anybody hate on this if i could grow my hair like that i would i would people call it an identity crisis this man's life is an identity crisis anytime he brushes his hair like you say he looks persian puerto rican uh cuban i mean just depending on the cut he has
1: yeah and really like any style like you could be like what
0: And then when he was at the party with Lamar, the NFL honors party, and he had it all the way slicked back. And that one, he looked like, uh, I don't even know. I mean, uh, shit.
1: Like Mr. Belvedere or some shit. that shit was funny because someone took that picture and put like DMV areas on I it I saw that yeah, And so it was like Lamar was uh, DC Was DC Deshaun yeah. Watson was PG And Russell Wilson was Moco And then in the back they had, In the Waldorf. back they had Ray Lewis labeled as Waldorf Yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah that shit was That that was on point too The funniest thing is
1: Virginia got left out <laughs> Cause DMV We don't claim Virginia Like no I was
0: about to say Cause Russell Wilson Technically is from the DMV Cause he's from Virginia Like yeah. He's in the He's, he's in the uh, What's that called the triangle. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring that up because I felt like people were hating on him for no reason. I mean, it's luxurious. I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, if you could do it, you would, you know? Right.
1: Uh. Like, I mean, my hair looks different at different lengths.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right now I got this fro faux hawk thing going. And, you know, it's, it's malleable. I can make this thing turn into a nice padded down box cut. I can edge it up, get my stuff right, you know. Um, did you see any of the Oscars?
1: Uh, I didn't watch them, but I've seen clips.
0: Do, did you watch any of the movies that got nominated or won?
1: Uh, I mean, for Best Picture, I saw Once Upon a Time of Hollywood because we went and saw that.
0: Did that win Best Picture?
1: No, no, no. I'm saying out of the nominees. I okay. saw that and I saw Joker. I am have Parasite and uh, Jojo Rabbit. I'm going to see. Yeah, the Irishman yeah. I can watch anytime. But you still haven't seen the Irishman? No, nah, dude. I read the book. Three and a half hours is a oh, long okay. time to dedicate.
0: Well, if you read the book, you already know what happened, so it doesn't like, matter. Like, three
1: and a half hours is a long time to dedicate to a movie.
0: It is. No, for sure. I mean, you watch it in seconds. Then, like,
1: Marriage Story, like, I have no interest in watching that.
0: Yeah, that'll be one Drio make me watch.
1: Um, but i seen that. Like, those two, That's that's, I don't know. I, I'm i drawing a blank off the top of my head on any of the other movies. Oh, 1917, I want to go see, but I haven't.
0: I want to see that eventually, too. Uh, I know Brad Pitt won for Best Supporting. Best supporting. He deserved it. Um, like you say, Parasite is on my list. I hate reading subtitles because I'm lazy, but I hear the movie's really good, and I like Korean cinema, so I'm going to check it out.
1: Yeah, no, that's the thing is like most people, you could argue most people in America haven't seen it because they don't want to read for two hours. I keep subtitles on, on my TV when I, I watch TV. Yeah. So it's not like it bothers me. I, wa- I watch TV with the subtitles on.
0: Yeah. It's, it, it can be a better experience unless you're watching stand-up comedy, in which case you're a communist. Because why the fuck do you <laughs> want to see the punchline before it comes up? Right. No, that doesn't make sense. But I like, hate those
1: people. But I'm not going to be watching like a stand-up comedy in a room full of people yeah. where I... like. Subtitles are necessary. But I keep subtitles on in shows, yeah, just because, like, if I don't hear it. Or sometimes the audio editing, not that it's edited poorly, but, like, it's hard to hear what they're saying. It's You're 100% like,
0: right. But the idea that I'm forced to read everything. I'll, I'm going to watch Parasite just because the storyline seems interesting. Two competing families or something like that. It seems dope. I'm going to check it out. And I hear it's dark, 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 dark. So that is not one you want to take the girlfriend to see unless you want her to just jump all over you afterwards.
1: Well, that's the thing. Actually, I i mean, I just heard it's overall is a great great movies like it is really good like doesn't matter who you see it with um I but they they cle- they leave they leave it very like muddied like generic so you don't know what's, what the story the is about yeah and everyone I've talked to has seen it and says it's better that way mm. like they don't want it like i'm always like well i like really what's it about and they're like the, the less you know the better off you are going into it
0: interesting i'm definitely going to give that a watch this weekend i'm going to check out um, Jojo Rabbit because that spoofs Nazis and anything with Nazis where it makes fun of them. I have to check it out.
1: The funny... I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it. But like uh, Scarlett Johansson's in it and I saw an interview with her. The director is an actor in the movie is the guy who plays Hitler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's in costume as the director. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine having to be like directed as an actress or actor from Hitler? Like, I, I don't know that I would be able to do it. Like, it would be kind of... It's kind of jarring. Like, especially
0: since Scarlett Johansson's Jewish. Yeah. A hot Jew. Underrated. She's under, one of those under-the-radar Jews. And something I learned recently...
1: Is Scarlett Johansson under the radar?
0: I think she's an under-the-radar Jew.
1: I didn't know she was a Jew until oh, last year. Oh, I thought you were talking about being hot. Never mind. Oh, no. She's super I was hard. about I mean, to say, oh, she's not under the radar. She's fine as hell. No, no, <laughs> and no. no, no I mean, a, I'm
0: talking about her Jewishness nature. Uh, what is that? Uh, Johansson? Is that a common Jewish name? I'm not familiar.
1: I don't think so
0: wow. yeah. Scarlett It sounds like an old lady name Certain names Like if she wasn't that hot And you heard Scarlett Johansson Sounds like my grandma
1: Or your grandma Not mine My, name's my grandma. grandma's my grandma's name is Revis Sage
0: See Revis Age sounds like an older lady yeah, I,
1: mean, I mean there are definitely like old people names And sometimes I feel bad for little kids Like I never met a child named Stanley
0: <laughs> now, You ever met a child named Martha?
1: Or Greta Well not Greta uh, Because there is a, a youth named Greta right now But but doesn't she look 60? But like Helga That's an old lady name
0: Yeah Helga These are, these are also foreign names too I feel like there's a baby named Helga in Germany right now
1: I mean Rose Rose That's, that's kind of like an old lady name
0: Old lady name You ever met a baby Lucille? Just doesn't Baby Lucy? Nah Ain't happening Or like
1: Herbert Herbert like, That's, that's definitely one. like an old people name
0: It is whenever I think of Pam for some reason I mean because my mom's name is
1: Pam but I never met a child named Pam no either of i you call a child Pamela i like, don't really know or Pammy like do you but I that? wouldn't call them that unless it's my child but like
0: i feel like you call them by their middle name until they turn 30 and then they become Pam at that point certain names
1: some i don't okay some I, that's one thing I don't get why do you name a kid something just to call them knowing you're gonna call them by the middle name
0: I have no idea. Never gotten that. Like, Skip Bayless, his real first name is John or some shit.
1: Well, okay. I get it if maybe, like, you as a parent call them the first name and then when they're of an age to be like, call me this instead. But a lot of them are called that from a young age by the parents to start with. And no. I'm just like, I'm like, what's the point of naming someone Ray Michael and then calling them Mike?
0: I think it's some either super ghetto shit or super country shit. Let's, it, let's say it has to do with finances. Like if you're a broke family, that's something you do because that's the only time. I've, that's definitely not cultural or regional. That's financial. That has everything to do with your pockets.
1: Or I'm pretty sure Ray Allen's first name is Walter. That's what I'm saying. Like Walter Ray Allen. That's what? what who decided to call him Ray? And if his name is Walter Ray Allen and you chose to call him Ray from the day he was born, why not just name him Ray?
0: No clue. Or name him Black Jesus, which we all knew he was going to become as soon as he picked up a basketball. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't get, I don't get that either.
1: I understand naming someone a first name and a middle name, knowing you're gonna call them the two initials. I get it. Like if, if uh, I don't know, if someone was like uh, like Patrick John something, hmm. but you intended to call them PJ from the jump, I wouldn't name a kid PJ.
0: Yeah. Well, I, this is what I think. That points to infighting, like. The mom wanted to call them one thing, the dad wanted to call them another thing, but you had to remember to get grandma's last name in there somewhere just so they had some connection to it. So they just throw all this shit in there and then we'll call them what we want to call them. That's, that's probably how that happens. You know, I've never had kids and I haven't gotten into a long, wide ranging dispute about what to name one, but I would imagine there's a lot of conversation <laughs> oh, surrounding
1: it. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to think this thing that is yours is going to have one name for the rest of its life unless they choose to change it once they're of age.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's a big decision. It's like circumcision.
1: And names, I think, are, aren't are just a name. Like, a mm. name sets a personality up for, for a child. Because, granted, there's memes about it, but they're pretty right. Kids named Kyle are always super fucking wild. They love yeah. Monster, and they bounce off the walls. like.
0: Yeah, every Kyle I know has been wild. Every Kenny I know has been wild. Like, when I
1: think of Kyle as a name... I imagine the kid from Talladega Nights when he's like, "I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew."
0: Yep, every Kyle I know has been like that, and every Kenny I know has been ready to fight everyone. Uh, what's another one that's super wild? Tanner is always a prick.
1: That, that's another thing. I ask this all the time because I call my friends Brody, like, "Oh, what's good, Brody?" But Brody as a name to me—sorry if there's any Brodies listening—you can, you can, you can shit talk me all you want on twitter or whatever. Brody seems like a very douche name. Like you are setting your kid up to be a douchebag yeah. if his name is Brody.
0: Super douche name. And every Brody like you said listening is like, "Alright, Jake." <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't care.
0: Jake um But
1: I'm Jacob. Like that's the government.
0: Jacob, that's the government. Yacob. Yep. Uh, I was going to say what is Jake Jake isn't isn't too distinguishable. It's it's not one of those names where you say, "Oh yeah, this dude is that." But like you say Tanner, uh uh I think of a girl's name like if I if I meet a chick named like uh, uh like when she's named after something sweet like candy or something like if she's named like Reese's or if she's named like um I don't know like if it, like if it sounds like a food or something dessert like she's gonna be down for that action <laughs> like all the time and I don't mean like a stripper name.
1: Is it, <laughs> like I, I was mean, gonna say I haven't seen the I've only seen. The first Ted, like one or two times, mm-hmm. but isn't it in that movie when he's like, the guess Tammy her race. name, and he's like, Jessica, Amanda, da, 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 da. and he's Tammy like, Ray. nope, nope, nope. And he's like, Ray. Is there anything <laughs> with Lynn on the end, like Tammy Lynn, Lisa, like Tammy Lynn, <laughs> Tammy Lynn, Ray Lynn? Da, 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 da. I'm like, huh, yeah. Yeah, 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 huh.
0: Nah, I mean Misty, like a chick like Misty, Misty's a freak, Misty's a freak all the time, and there are real chicks named Misty out there. That's a real name. I've met women named Misty. That is. A name where you're like okay yeah, oh, yeah.
1: there's a lot in the name to say the least there's a lot in the
0: name there is
1: and there's a lot in my name i joke a lot like i keep i have a list like written somewhere of like if i see a name i like it i'll jot it down mm. um but i fuck around because there's some like old ass names that i'm just like i kind of like that name but i would never if if and slash when i ever have kids like i would ever name them but like i fuck with the name tiberius
0: <laughs> that, that That's an awesome name But you can't I mean like I don't think You, you can do name a kid. kid
1: Unless you're gonna name him Like 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 I said The middle name To make him TJ or something
0: You can name him Tiberius But his name is Tiger now And people are gonna be like Is his real name Tiger It's like now it's Tiberius It's like oh That sounds really regal And Tiger's cool So that works That's how you can make that work
1: Like yeah Or like uh, What's another one Recently I've been like Pendleton
0: Jesus oh, that sounds horrible Pendleton? You can't even make that sound cool.
1: Pendleton Jack.
0: PJ. PJ, (laughs) jeez. No, I would never do that to Uh, a child. Like, never.
1: never. I knew a
0: dude named Lazarus once. I guess his mom was really into the Bible.
1: Then there's names, though, that, like, only because people associate them with certain race. But, like, there's definitely names you never, ever or rarely see, like, a white person. And one of them that I love to throw out there, even though I think it's a name that could go both ways, is Jerome.
0: It's a name that can go both ways. It it?
1: can. It can. But how many white Jerome's do you know? A lot. Jerry Seinfeld.
0: Exactly. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. Every Jerry, you know, is Jerome or Gerald. But even Gerald is usually a black dude's name. So, like, you think about all these white dudes, you know, named Jerry, they're masquerading through society because they don't want to be typecast on job applications. They just become Jerry all of a sudden. Jerome Springer That's a Jewish name And I didn't know that Until like two years ago Jerome is a traditionally well, Jew Seinfeld. name Seinfeld And we've been yeah, what I say uh, Je-
1: Springer I mean his name Might be Jerome We don't know It
0: probably is Jerome Springer Jerome Seinfeld All these motherfuckers Masquerading through society Should be Holding that name up In high regard So that Black dudes can put it On job applications Proudly When we I mean apply Doesn't, for these doesn't Kanye positions.
1: have a line Like Jerome Get more time than Brandon
0: Oh no I didn't, I didn't. I never thought about that. Yeah. Jerome get more time than Brandon for sure.
1: But uh, no, I'm, but that is a name. Like yeah. you don't really ever meet a white guy and he goes, hi, I'm Jerome.
0: No, they hide that. Jerry has never introduced himself as Jerome Seinfeld.
1: I mean, but they are, they are definitely more than just Jerome. That's just an example. But like, yeah. that's an
0: example that that's the best example that people think goes one way, but it actually goes the other way.
1: Like another name. This is just me. And I know I well not personally, but I've seen them like pro baseball players, but like, Khalil is mm. another name that, like, if you read it on paper or, like, oh, I'm going to meet, like, Khalil, whatever, you probably wouldn't imagine a white guy.
0: No. Yeah, but then you meet Matt Khalil, and it's like, yeah, but it's Matt, though.
1: Or Khalil Green. No, he was a baseball player. He was a white dude. Oh,
0: yeah. There you go. And that sounds super black. Yeah, Khalil Green sounds like a cornerback for
1: LSU. <laughs> I mean, even even Taysom. Like, that's a name you, you wouldn't know what to expect if you were like, oh, I got to go meet this guy named Taysom. Or,
0: worse yet, Tay Oh yeah, I gotta go meet Tay Oh yeah, Tay's definitely black Tay Diggs
1: Quentin, that's another name Like, I fuck with the name Quentin Quentin's
0: a black guy Quentin Richardson
1: Yeah I know one Quentin that's white Tarantino Like
0: Oh wow, I forgot about him I guess technically that's like an Italian name probably Quentin Yeah, I don't know Yeah, what is in a name?
1: Yeah, no, I think a lot
0: A whole hell of a lot Shit, Jimmy, you hear Jimmy, I can kind of go both ways. But when I hear Jimmy, I'm thinking Jimmy Johnson, race car driver, football
1: coach. But like we said, the personality, it could even set you up for, I don't know. I mean, look at three of the greatest to ever do anything. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Mike Tyson. Yeah, this is true. And his name's probably Michael.
0: Yeah. And if we think about A lot of Michaels though There's probably some shitty ones But Michael Oh no yeah
1: like, I mean Michael's probably Like one of the m- Probably more common names no. But I mean like Michelangelo
0: Yeah All the Michaels Uh Yeah no There's a lot in the name I was just I was just trying to think about Like how a name can set you up For failure A dude That might have been named You know um, um Francis or some shit And he feels like He has to prove His masculinity All the time So now Francis Is gonna fuck you up Nobody calling me Francis.
1: I think, I mean, obviously there's names where you're just setting a kid up. Like, if it's a long-ass, like, a long-ass name or a name that just sounds funny. Well,
0: remember the mom who got mad at Delta because people were making fun of her for calling her kid App City? It was A-B-C-D-E.
1: Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, But, no, I mean, there, I don't know if you used to watch The Simpsons. I used to watch The Simpsons a lot as a kid. There's a scene. I can't remember what episode it's in, but they flash back to when they named Bart. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, we named him Bart, because, like, you can't rhyme anything to make fun of that. And it flashes back, and he's like, he's like, Bart, Art, Cart. Nope, can't think of anything <laughs> you can make fun of. But it's, like, very obvious that fart rhymes with Bart. But, no, yeah, I just, it's funny.
0: Way too easy. Yeah. Uh, names. I think that's all I got on no names. Yeah, That's no. all I got in general. It's been, like, 45 minutes. I didn't even realize how long we had been talking.
1: Damn, we've been going for a while. Yeah, yeah,
0: 45. Um...
1: I, let me tell you what. Today is February 11th. It is, it is what? Almost 6 o'clock. It's, and it's still light outside. I can't tell you how happy I am. This day's being over at 4.30. I know that's back in December or whatever. But that shit is getting behind us. We're getting longer and longer every day. Can't fucking wait.
0: Yeah, this is the last week or two that we should be experiencing this level of dreariness. All this rain. All this cold. Next week is going to be cold, but it's going to be sunny. I'll take I, I
1: was going to say, I still think we got cold for... Till at least April, but I mean, there'll be those freak warm days, but then we get that, that fake, that fake spring. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's you know, scary. that fake spring where it's like, oh, we're going to give you a two, two, three days warm in a row and then it's back to cold. Or we get those days where Mother Nature don't know what it wants to be. It's cold as shit in the morning, cold as shit at night, but in the afternoon, it's like 65. So you can't dress for 65 because it's cold as fuck in the morning.
0: Today was kind of one of those days. It was weird. Uh,
1: but I can't wait, dude. I I mean I'm a spring, late spring, through early fall kind of guy, and I'm I'm getting pumped that winter is slowly, slowly but surely inching away.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean it was 65 degrees in Antarctica the other day, so shit. Why can't we get one of those days?
1: Oh, I mean we did. Like what was it last week? Like Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl weekend was like 60. Like it was for a couple of days in a row. It was nice. No oh man leap day coming up fun fact as you all know it happens every four years but there are circumstances where it happens every eight years and not every four it's very rare but there is there is times fun fact look it up
0: there's 29 days this year yes Sweet.
1: sir yes sir got a real birthday
0: right. you represent love you the epitome so wish for me i'll
1: come out of nowhere your epiphany disconnect Everybody who don't understand my vision yet, in a jet Is where my mind is so I light another cigarette to calm me down
0: So calm me down
1: Everybody who can save me now is not around, chop it down today but can you tell me how tomorrow sounds in between purgatory ain't as bad as it would seem to be live a dream that's so cliche but i can't tell you what it means to me you take away the pain and i thank you for that to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent.